You're listening to the Lifting Her Voice podcast, episode number 193. Today we'll read 1 Timothy chapter 3 together. Paul outlines the qualifications for pastors and deacons in the church and shares the mystery of godliness. Welcome to the Lifting Her Voice podcast. I'm your host, Joy Miller, and I invite you to grab your Bible and join me as we simply read God's Word together. Some things require discipline, and sometimes that's just not easy to muster by yourself, no matter how badly you want to do it or how much you know you should. It's just easier to do it with a friend. So refill your coffee or tea, get comfortable in your favorite chair, and follow along as I read aloud. I'm so glad you're here. The air conditioner is running again today. It's supposed to be 89 degrees in California where we live. I'm very happy to say, though, that I am packing a suitcase that doesn't have a lick of warm weather clothing in it. My sister, my oldest daughter, and I are getting ready to board a plane for a long overdue visit with my uncle in Montana. I saw my sister a few days ago, and I asked her whether she had been tracking the weather in Great Falls. When I told her it would be in the 40s during the day and the 20s at night, she said something akin to, Say what now? (laughs) I could literally hear her gears turning as she mentally unpacked her suitcase and repacked with different attire. I knew that day that we'd have at least one or two days of snow, too. Then Alex called me this morning and told me it had started to snow yesterday and would probably be snowing all week. Meh, whatever. The only thing you have to worry about in Montana is the walk from the car to whatever building you're going to anyway, right? I can't wait to see him again, and I know Kay and Wendy aren't afraid of a little snow either. Sometimes, you just gotta see somebody else's four walls. I promise, we'll wear our masks and social distance, we'll wash our hands incessantly, which I do anyway, and minimize the going out. How about you? Are you in the snow or the sun? Or does where you live rightly know it's autumn? If so, good for you. Tell me about it at LiftingHerVoice.com, Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. 1 Timothy chapter 3. This saying is trustworthy. If anyone aspires to be an overseer, he desires a noble work. An overseer, therefore, must be above reproach, the husband of one wife, self-controlled, sensible, respectable, hospitable, able to teach, not an excessive drinker, not a bully, but gentle not quarrelsome, not greedy. 
he must manage his own household competently and have his children under control with all dignity. If anyone does not know how to manage his own household, how will he take care of God's church? He must not be a new convert, or he might become conceited and incur the same condemnation as the devil. Furthermore, he must have a good reputation among outsiders, so that he does not fall into disgrace and the devil's trap. Deacons, likewise, should be worthy of respect, not hypocritical, not drinking a lot of wine, not greedy for money, holding the mystery of the faith with a clear conscience. They must also be tested first. If they prove blameless, then they can serve as deacons. Wives, likewise, should be worthy of respect, not slanderers, self-controlled, faithful in everything. Deacons are to be husbands of one wife, managing their children and their own households competently. For those who have served well as deacons acquire a good standing for themselves and great boldness in the faith that is in Christ Jesus. I write these things to you, hoping to come to you soon. But if I should be delayed, I have written so that you will know how people ought to conduct themselves in God's household, which is the church of the living God, the pillar and foundation of the truth. And most certainly, the mystery of godliness is great. He was manifested in the flesh, vindicated in the spirit, seen by angels, preached among the nations, believed on in the world, taken up in glory. So, anybody ready to sign up as a pastor? It's such a hard job. Honestly, I don't think I realized how hard it was until we became friends with Hans and Susie. I am telling the truth when I say that I'm not sure I know anyone who works harder but without accolades than those two. None of us on the outside really have a sense of the middle-of-the-night visits, the discipline of the family, the self-control, and the humility and self-denial that goes along with this job. And it's not really a job, is it? It's a calling, a covenant with God. And without the sustaining power of the Godhead, I'm not sure it can be done. I praise God that he has planted Mitch and me under the leadership of Hans and his wife and my friend, Susie. When I look back over the last 17 years of growth and change for us, I know that he has used them. I have so much respect for both of them. I look here at this list of what Paul writes for both pastors and deacons and realize God has blessed our little church abundantly. Our pastor, elders, and deacons take these instructions very seriously and return to it frequently for guidance. Now, according to John MacArthur, at least, verses 14 through 16 mark a midway point between positive instruction in the first three chapters of 1 Timothy and warnings in the last three. Let's look to see if that's true as we go forward from here. We celebrate and praise with Paul at the mystery of godliness, Christ.
when Paul uses the word mystery, he is usually referring to something hidden in the Old Testament and revealed in the New Testament. And indeed, that is true here. My understanding is that the lines in verse 16 were taken from an ancient hymn. I think you'll agree that it beautifully and concisely summarizes the truth of the gospel. Let's pray. Lord Jesus, how we praise you. We believe that you are God manifested in the flesh. We believe that you left your throne in glory so that we could know you. We believe that you were taken up into glory and that someday we will join you. And for that, we are helpless to repay you. We can only receive your gift of grace and forever praise you. Thank you that you have revealed this mystery to us. May we share it with anyone who will hear. Amen. Thank you for joining me here today. I pray God will grow in you what has been planted and watered here. In this time of unprecedented struggle worldwide, we can look to God for guidance and comfort. Be sensitive to those in your circle of influence who need a word of encouragement and invite them to join us. If you like the show, it would be great if you'd give it a five-star review. Don't forget to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. See you right here tomorrow. Be well. Thank you.